Good afternoon, all my beauty professionals, and thank you for listening to Ms. V's Real Beauty Talk. Happy New Year's to everybody. I hope that your last year was a good year, and if not, I pray that this year will be a lot better for you, that you will achieve whatever goals um, you have set, that you will be a success in all your businesses. If you're in school, that your school will be a success. You will graduate, you will get your license, and you will be a part of one of the greatest industries you could ever be a part of that really changes lives, and that's the beauty industry. Um, Hopefully, those of you who love makeup, you will be at the IMAT show. I am ATS in Pasadena. I think this is their first time coming back face to face. And if you love makeup, this is one of the most amazing makeup shows that I've ever been to. Um, And I usually try to go every year. I will not make it this year, but I have a goal set for next year to be at that IMAT show. I absolutely love it. I'm, um, I love makeup. I didn't start doing makeup until I was 40 years old. I'm 49, soon to be 50 in May. And um, I, well, I just got to tell this story really quick and I don't want to get too far off. But um, so when I turned 40, I started getting an interest. And that's why I tell students never say never. You may have the idea that you want to go to school for hair and you're just going to do hair for the rest of your career. And sometimes that's true. But as you grow, sometimes your creativity starts to change and your desire to learn something else happens. Um, You know, sometimes when you're in school, you're like, okay, I don't know why I'm learning nails. Why am I learning this? I'm never going to do this. So never say never, because my whole thought, I never thought that I would end up teaching. And I never thought that I would end up teaching nails of all things. I thought that I would just work in the salon doing hair. But I always wanted to learn everything else just because my goal back then was to be a salon owner. So I always felt, okay, I need to know everything. So if any of my, you know, workers don't show up, then um, if any of my stylists don't show up, then I'll know how to do it myself and I won't have to turn that business down. So anyway, um, I say that to say when I turned 40, You know, I had been teaching for a while, cosmetology and manicuring, state board. And I just got this desire to want to learn more about makeup. And I was like, okay, I want to learn more about makeup. I never wore it when I was, well, I wore lipstick, but I wasn't allowed to wear anything else. So all through high school and stuff, my friends wore eyeliner and all that. I came home once with makeup on and my mom told me she was going to make me up like a clown and I would have to wear it. So I just didn't wear makeup after that. Um, So the desire to learn more about it, my students, and I just said it out loud like that, you know, oh, I want to learn more about makeup. I think I want to take, you know, like a makeup class. So it so happened this guy came to our school that I was working at and he was like renting out our school to do a makeup class during the weekend. And I was like, oh my God, you know, like I literally just said I wanted to learn more about makeup. Anyway, let me tell you what these students did for me. They paid for my class because they were getting ready to graduate out onto the floor. So the freshman class as a present to me brought me my first 
makeup brush set and they paid for my makeup class for two days from this guy and that was how I got started with makeup um, and then I ended up doing a friend of mine's um, her sister's bridal makeup so that was a help and then I started hearing about the iMat show and oh my god it's makeup heaven that's all I can tell you so if you you really love it go for it um, but also what I was gonna say is I learned from a co-worker of mine who came in my classroom one day um, to teach special effects it was around Halloween time and so I observed in her class and I did one of the students I made her look like an old lady and I had so much fun with that that when I left that school I ended up bringing that skill with me that I learned from my old co-worker and I started teaching the cosmetologist and the esthetician special effects makeup like it literally became part of the freshman uh, criteria so you just never know where this career is going to take you um so that was all to say, you know, never say never. You never know where you're going to go. And that's why while you're in school, um, you have goals set. But keep an open mind and an open heart, please. Because as you grow, your creativity grows and it will change. And you may just out of the blue get a fondness for, for waxing or for doing eyelashes. And that may be uh, more of what you want to venture out towards as opposed to doing hair so don't knock it but um also I wanted to do a recap of my last year and if you want to leave a comment and tell me about your past year and how you want to make it better feel free to do that please I love interacting with people I interact with people on my YouTube channel all the time um and share with me some of your goals that you may have professionally, um, short-term, long-term goals. Um, for me, this past year, um, well, I don't know. I think I've mentioned this, that I work at a college right now as a teacher's assistant. Um, but I have been teaching cosmetology for 17 years. And when March of 2020 hit we were all sent home to work from home which I was very thankful and grateful that I still had my job because I really thought this is it I left my old job as a teacher came here thinking that I would get a better opportunity and now I'm gonna lose it but I didn't so I was blessed to have a job working from home during this time we are just now in our department getting ready to go back full-time for the spring semester of cosmetology so anyway um, during that time is when I started up my YouTube channels and now this year I set up two more YouTube channels for something totally different I have an ambient sound one and then I have a I have an ambient slash um, spiritual one where I post scriptures up and I put nice calming music to the video and um, and just for for that person to really meditate on God's word and relax and I tell you I fall asleep all the time so they're 30 minute videos the ambient one I uh, I mix music in some of them but 
a lot of them are like ocean sound videos, fireplace sound, um, waterfall, you know. So, uh, yeah, I'm just having fun with these different channels that I'm doing. Um, and then, so anyway, back to what I was saying for my last year, the recap. We got sent home in 2020. 2021, we spent at home. Now we're transitioning. Uh, so before my vacation, I was transitioning, going back on campus. I'm starting to, um, you know, help set up the things for the instructors when we all come back in January. January 18th, I think, is when school starts. So I have until then. And there's other instructional aides as well that assist with the senior side. And so we're just getting everything back together. But one of the biggest things that I had to overcome in this past year, um, COVID. So number one, what I was going to say is my mom had cancer and we found that out in, I want to say 2019, because it was before we were right before we were sent home. My mom had breast cancer. She had to have surgery. And then she had to have chemo and radiation. So I was blessed and fortunate to be able to be working from home because I was able to tend to my mom and help her out um, and just kind of watch, you know, I've never seen someone so strong in my life. You know, I was afraid for her to have chemo. I thought it was going to kill her for sure because I've heard such horror stories, but my mom she just took it with such grace. Um, you know, she had chemo. She would come home. She would fall asleep for about an hour or two. And then literally, she'd be up cooking, cleaning, painting the walls, all kind of stuff. So anyway, we went through that 2020 and part of 2021. And then COVID hit my family. Now, mind you, we have been home. Like literally, I've been ordering everything online. I had total anxiety about going to grocery stores and stuff. So I would order online. Hadn't been out. My parents would go to the store sometimes, but they were always safe, of course. And then uh, we all were exposed to it. Uh, me and my parents got the sickest out of my family. So we were literally... My parents went to the hospital. I never went to the hospital. I just kind of fought through it, but I was still suffering. And to this day, um, now that was in August of this year, 20 of last year, I'm sorry, 2021. Actually, I want to say July of 2021 is when we actually came down with it because we had two tests. Once we were exposed, we had to get tested. But the lady said, if you really want to know your results, come back in five days and test again. And then if it's negative, then then you're okay. Literally, I'm not even kidding you. We go back for the second test. And a day later, I feel myself just getting sick. Just like the worst flu you could ever have. And I wasn't really throwing up. It was more of fever chills but chills to the point of almost like seizures and then um you know other bodily things were happening and then 
my bodily functions just stopped. So, um, and everything tasted gross too. So I couldn't drink water. It was disgusting. It tasted bitter. The only thing that I found comfort in drinking was apple juice. Uh, and a lifesaver was Alka-Seltzer, where you drop the two tablets in the water. That helped me to feel better for a little bit, but literally could not get up out of bed. Like the only thing I would get up out of bed for was to get me some more apple juice with ice and um, take a shower and then I would get back in bed. I actually took baths a couple of days, but it made me feel worse. Like it made my fever get worse instead of better. So I would take showers, um, get right back, get in a fresh pair of pajamas, get right back in the bed. Um, it's weird because during that time, I just had the fever, a bad headache. I didn't have a cough. I didn't eat. I didn't have a desire to eat. Um, and then with my parents... It hit them bad because, you know, they're elderly, of course. My mom just was over chemo. Um, my dad has some issues, and so he just couldn't even talk. He would just sit there quiet. But they weren't eating. They weren't drinking anything, nothing. So I would be fussing at them about eating and drinking. I'm like, you have to sip on sip on some water or something. You have to try to eat some soup or something. But I wasn't eating myself. So anyway, I kept asking my mom, are you sure? You know, my dad doesn't have to go to the hospital. And sure enough, um, my mom told my sister to take him to the doctors. And they just sent him right to the hospital. So he was in the hospital for a couple of days, got tested. He tested positive for COVID. So we, I mean, I already knew that we had it. But when he tested positive, I was like, I knew it. Because I haven't been this sick like ever. So anyway, he was in the hospital getting the care that he needed. Me and my mom were in our separate rooms, uh, just laid out, you know, really couldn't move. Um, and then after, so we were like that literally for two weeks. And mind you, I was working from home and I was trying to work from home. And you could just see me on screen. I was pale as a ghost and I looked green. That's how sick I was. So I tried it a couple of days and then I just couldn't make it. And I felt bad because I'm like, geez, you're already working from home. Like how hard is it to sit on the screen? But literally my eye sockets hurt. Like every bone in my face hurt. Then after two weeks of that, where the fever stops hitting you and stuff, um, I lost my smell completely. And then I got this cough and it was a cough that was deep in my lungs. Now this is after the main shocker, after the fever and all that stuff. And so um, I still wasn't able to, well, I wasn't able to drink apple juice after that. I got sick as a dog from apple juice. It hurt my stomach so bad. So then I went back to water. Water still tasted bitter. All that to say months later, I still have not gotten my full smell back. I still cannot eat certain foods. I love cheese. I love yogurt. I cannot eat a lot of cheese anymore. Or put it this way. I can. I just fight through it. Because it smells like bee pollen. And it's not in a good way. 
So I get um, really nauseated. I can't eat sour cream. So mind you, like eating nachos, I love with extra sour cream. Can't do that because it just smells like bee pollen and it tastes like bee pollen. So then I can't eat it. Um, can't eat too many breads because whatever yeast is in there, it smells like bee pollen and I can spot it right away. So I, I haven't really been eating bread. Um, and that's about it. Yeah. So I, I never got my full smell back just yet. I can't eat the way I used to eat. And I guess you could say it's a good thing. Certain things I can't eat, which is fine. Coffee creamers smell like bee pollen, but I still love my coffee. Um, my mom, in her case, her lungs uh, got, they call it glass. So it still was in her lungs and it damaged her heart. So her heart was working at 55% capacity. So these were things that I had to deal with while working from home. And still trying to get over the COVID. Um, and when I say that, it's not that I still have it. But the the remnants or the effects from having COVID is still what I'm fighting through. So yeah, so my hopes for this year would be health and strength. And not just for me and my family, but to whoever else out there had to struggle with any of it. Um I think at some point we're going to have to, since I've had it now, I feel like I can't panic about it, you know, because I thought I was going to die a couple of times when I had it and the Lord did not see fit for me to pass on with it. Um, be safe. Yes. But I would also say, don't let anything turn you against somebody else because of their personal choices. And I would say this, we're going to have to come to terms with it and understand that it's not going anywhere. So what are we going to do about it? Are we going to hate each other and live in fear? Or are we just going to, you know, let it run its course and do its thing and we all just be as safe as we can be? Right? You know, um, I've just learned that I don't, get mad at anybody for their personal choices whatever they choose is best for them and their family that's a choice that you have to make and I respect that um and it's like having the flu you have to remember at one time the flu was a pandemic and people died from it and now look at us today we we deal with it you know so and so called out today they have the flu and it's it's just going to be like that so and so called out today they have covid you know but what are we going to do run scared shut down and just not live because of this virus you know i don't think we should so that's all i'm going to say on that cuz i don't like to get um get too political and let my views off on that but I do see beyond what other people see and I just um I don't allow that to put me in a panic I can't I can't do it you know so anyway that's what I wish for you all good health strength and when I say health for me and my household when we say health we mean physical health spiritual health and mental health health 
not just physical because really your physical is an after effect from your mental and your spiritual health so you want to have it all aligned so that you're radiating with health and that way you can give your best because you are healthy to your clients you know we we try to separate all of that you know and and we try to make it like it's not all related but the truth is it really is related because just think about it if you go to work with all this stuff on your mind and it trickles down into your spirit um, that stuff does carry out through your hands onto your physical work. So just remember that it should all be aligned when you're well up here in the mind and your spirit is right. It's going to radiate through your hands and you're going to bless a lot of people in your salon who comes in there and you're going to make their lives a little bit easier and you're going to bring positive change to people and it's not just with doing hair I, I relate that to food whoever cooks when you're uh, sad or down it shows in your food and you people taste that in your food but when you're coming from a place with uh, love and it's on your mind and in your spirit and your heart it trickles through your hands and people taste that and that's why it tastes so good because it's made with something from the inside that has love on it and I truly believe that so at that point since I gave you the rundown of how my 2021 was and what some of my goals are for 2022 is to grow my YouTube channels to grow my podcasting channel to really um, what is my goal really with doing this just to make a difference in some lives whoever is willing to hear. Um, I feel like I have a lot of, I've been blessed with a lot of knowledge regarding this industry and I have so much more to learn. And the more I learn, the more I like to share. It's not something that I want to keep bubbled up in me. Teaching is one of the, the best things that's ever happened to me. And I love to feel like I've been a part of someone's success. It is the most awesome feeling that you could ever have to um, be a part of that student's beginnings and then to see them go out there and just flourish in this industry. It just, I can't even describe to you the joy that it brings. So to think that now I'm on a different platform where I could touch more people. Um, that's what my goal is. My goal is to positively influence other people's lives in a beautiful way in the beauty industry to really help the in any way that I can. And um, yeah, that's my goal. So with that being said, I want to say blessings to your new year, to your careers, to your schooling. Um, God bless you all to be a success. All right. Happy New Year's, everybody. Bye.